Hey guys, new phone. Who this? <laughs> um, welcome to Sugar Bee Podcast Miami. I am your host, Millie. Um, yeah, I'm like recording from this new iPhone. I got the iPhone 11. I'm super excited. Um, for our returning listeners, I'm really hoping there's like a difference in the audio. You guys let me know. I would love to hear your feedback. Um, being that this is like a new phone and all, I'm hope like I sincerely hope the audio is a little bit better. Um, you know, all with like the means of all with the means, all with the ends of eventually getting a new mic and uh improving that audio quality for your lovely little ears. But like I said, welcome to today's episode part two of the my miami story series welcome back if this is your first episode welcome um you know like i said earlier if you're returning you know after part one welcome back i'm really excited to present to you this next um portion of our My Miami Story session. As you guys probably heard last week, it get, we get pretty passionate. And so um, that's part of what made recording the My Miami Story um, series so much fun. You know, like uh, getting to hang out with friends and talk about important issues and having a laugh and cry, you know, you know, laughing because we don't want to cry. <laughs> Um, but before we get into it, just a reminder, this week, November 11th, is Give Miami Day. Um, for my returning listeners, I went into it last week. For my new listeners, go back to last week's episode <laughs> and listen to like the first 10 minutes and I'll, you'll hear me talk a little bit more about Give Miami Day. But pretty much the gist is it's an initiative put on by the Miami Foundation to raise funds for our local nonprofits. So that's really cool um another thing coming up or not coming up actually starting today is the book fair i'm super excited i absolutely love the book fair it's one of my favorite things during the year um i've said it lots of times before this time of year is my favorite time of year just because there's so much going on but basically this week is the book fair i know um the miami day college book fair I know that um, most of us, when we think of the book fair, we think of the street fair that happens on the weekends. But also remember that um, during the week, like there is like a lot of author events. There's lots of panels going on. So it's like really cool. Um, Get involved if you can. I'm going to be posting the little schedule up so you guys can check it out and see if there's any events that you can attend. Um. I know most of them are free. Some of them are ticketed. So just check it out. Um, And like I said, I'll be posting that information so you guys can go ahead and look into it. And then, of course, on the weekend is the the famous street fair. You know, all the tents lined up um, within, like, the Miami-Dade, Wolfson Campus areas downtown. So it's really cool. I love going um and buying more books <laughs> that I'm gonna stack up. Um my queue 
for reading grows every single year with the book fair for sure between book leggers and the book fair i have so many books i haven't read so <laughs> but um i love going every year uh let's see what can what else can i tell you about the the street fair oh remember that fridays the the friday is always the free day so the first day of the um street fair is the free day guess what day i end up going on the free day <laughs> um i always love going to comics alley and checking out like the different um comic book selections that they have what i love about the um street fair as well is that it's an opportunity to buy new books like you know brand new books to get them signed by like you know the authors that are there and also to buy used books and i love buying used books and i love buying used comic books and single comic books and um entire graphic novels and there's no limit to the types of books that you find there it you know you have these books of like so many different genres so many different languages um different formats and stuff so i'm really 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 looking forward to the book fair this year especially since i missed it last year because as you guys know i was in texas so definitely over here for some redemption uh okay that being said, um, like I said, I am really excited for you guys to hear part two of the My Miami story. In this um, part of the, of the session, you'll hear us go a little bit more in-depth into specific issues. Um, you know, and we talk about, like, everything here, you know, we really delve into, like, city government, our views on city government, city budgets, um, our frustrations with, like, the access or lack of access to public records, um, so that we can, um, keep tabs on, like, what the government is doing with our tax dollars, we talk about the importance of educating ourselves and our families. Um, and we just talk about everything. And we just vent. I love it. Um, it's just like very like, you know, unapologetically us venting about living in Miami. And then, you know, we also try to find like the silver lining. <laughs> um, you know, positive affirmations and such. And so, and then towards the end of the episode, you're going to hear that we're really going to start talking about, like, the housing crisis and housing issues here in Miami. So, it's really cool. It's really fun. It's informative. I, you know, I can't even say it enough. I know I've said it, and I'm going to keep saying it till I'm blue in the face, but I am so excited to share this with you guys. Um... And like I said, you know, next week we'll be posting part three of the series, which will be the last episode of the series. But um, I'm really looking forward to it. Remember that this is a yearly um, event that happens. So if you if you missed it this time, um, there's always next year. And remember that, um, you know, it, it you know, it only takes baby steps to get involved with their community and to make a difference. So you don't have to wait until next year to do something like this. Get together with your friends. Talk about, um, you know, the issues and how um, and how we can be a contributor to our community and not detract from it. 
So, without further ado, part two of my Miami story. Enjoy, you guys. Because they energy bills or in trash in collection. Trash, like the the city is paying that much money because they sold their waste facilities to private, and the private company closed it and only has one running. Oh, wow. And then they're paying like five times because the private facility can be like, I can pick whatever price I want. Yeah. Because they were stupid and you sold it. Argued for that's exactly yeah. No, no, no. no what I'm saying is this: a lot of a yeah. lot of county, a lot of places don't want to open it. They don't want to utilize the money that they have, or actually, the government doesn't want to buy the property, so private companies can then run it. They don't. But the thing is, like the government can't. The counties don't have the the manpower to run that. Like you would have to As re-educate. You will have to re-educate. Like most of these facilities run like three hundred people. No. You have to like train everyone, and most of these are specialized jobs. Mm. So yeah, can you can you bring them here and open company like uh, a school, a trade for that? Yeah, but then that will require you to one be willing to change your career field, two be our own garbage, and a lot of people. Do you know how many people want to be a garbage person because yeah, like, but a lot, lot of garbage people in the county don't make money though. Like they're like, 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 like what's happening on these different projects so everybody's like on a little island doing their thing and then the government's like well we just give you money yeah. <laughs> but the thing is that they don't yeah, you like, try. Like, i don't know honestly i don't really know where the money's going like they're, yeah. they create all these budgets Whoa. and then slash it and then yeah. I mean, they cancel all the projects to redo a lot of stuff like for example you want your sewer systems horrible Everyone they tell you well, and I think a big I mean, and that the director of WASTI, which is wastewater treatment plant, just slashed the budget in half. I think because it was like not a real issue. I think a, a big, big, and Literally, I think we can all agree thing. that a big, big issue here in Miami is the lack of city planning, which has contributed to like literally yeah. every facet of our life yeah. because public transportation. They did not anticipate the population growth and like the expansion out west. Same thing with that, the traffic in the streets. The, yeah. the traffic, the construction, the fact that the metro rail runs north to south and then a little bit west yeah. with the Palmetto Station. Thank God they finally made that little link that goes to the, the airport, airport, which is like the best thing that they could have done at yeah. this point Except with what they've got. Leaves every like thirty minutes. But there. I mean, it's, it's better. You know, you know, you know. We're making progress. We gotta try. We gotta try. We gotta keep going. And so, like, it, so it's lack of city and urban planning. Like, mm-hmm. you yep. know, that we we grew too fast. And then, which also contributes to, like, the housing crisis, because Mm -hmm. on top of, like, our actual population growth and, like, the influx of money Mm -hmm. from, like, foreign investors and all of that, like, like, that's, you know, like... Public partnership, because they're like, we don't have the expertise for this, let's just go... Well, they don't really do that for that, like... It depends, I guess, on what kind of private, because if you're going based on, like, when it comes to utilities... 
We like literally private does the work for the county. So like yeah, the like, bosses like the county. FPL? No, no, FPL is its own entity. Like they the county goes to FPL and asks for permission for power. Like they're their own. Like yes. while most of utilities, the county is still the owner. Like they still tell you what to do and they still give you a budget. Mm-hmm. So it's like it's still controlled by them. You just provide the services for them. Yeah. But FPL, yeah, FPL's horrible. Yeah, they remember that horrible. initiative. The initiative they were they were pushing on the ballot that was misleading. The solar the solar one. Yeah, basically yeah. like oh yeah, they were making it seem like they were for solar power, but mm-hmm. what it, they would make it illegal for anyone to put up their own uh, solar panels without riding into the system, and they were never gonna give you the meter, so it could be connected. Right. So that would have been illegal. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it's it's totally stuff like that's totally backwards. And I think um, another issue, at least for me, a frustration for me, as much as I want to be on the up and up on what's happening on local politics, it's super confusing. Because you got to sit here and figure out, okay, like you have unincorporated Miami-Dade, which I think is a lot of, includes a lot of Kendall. You have every little city, oh, like different, like... Mo- all of I, I think so. Except for, I think West Kendall is its own city, BT though. I think. Or I think, like, Curbelo was trying to make it his own. Like, un- he was trying very hard. But it's like, you have, like, all these, like, little municipalities <laughs> that have, like, their own governing bodies. Mm-hmm. And then you also have, so you have, like, unincorporated Miami-Dade. You have, like, individual cities. You have the county. You have the state. And then to, like, kind of educate yourself is very overwhelming because you're just like who's my mayor is it this guy or this guy or is it both like you know what i mean like it's very overwhelming well so you mentioned um the best way to like affect change is voting and i was gonna um just interject that for me the best thing to like keep up with all these little things there's like always study guides made bef- like during the voting time That's and right. that is saved me so much in like all the times I voted mm-hmm. and it's the first time that I didn't know about them yeah um, by different people Miami Herald <coughs> makes it and then um, some other organizations League of Women Voters yes um, I think Catalyst Miami does one yeah. like yeah, those are super helpful. Like, yeah. I know I these, like... Maybe, 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 what's the word that I was saying? Oh, my God. Cynical. Cynical. It's like, <laughs> they could just be, like, BSing you the whole time. You know, like, yeah. Well, they have the agenda you that they're pushing. And, and that's the thing. And that's the thing that I'm like... They also track what they... If they have the record, what they've actually voted on in a yeah. lot of these sites. So if they are saying one thing... These, then, these organizations are pretty liberal. Like that yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I'm just saying there are conservative people out there. They're very are they conservative. people? That. <laughs> oh my god. So, let's play nice, children. Let's play nice. Like, everyone in Miami thinks if you're a Republican, that's the like fast track to being rich. <laughs> I love that. I love that. That's a very interesting I, way to put it. I literally knew a girl, she's like, my mom told me that um, I'm going to be a, Republican, a Democrat when I'm younger, but when I'm older and I make my money, I'm going to turn Republican. I was like, that's not just Miami. Yeah. That's all. That's a very strange 
train of thought. It's it's that, a very common strain of thought. That's not actually true. No, it's not. Well, no, so so when you want to look get politics there. as a Republican, that's where you get your private subsidized companies. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That's where you get smart and start finding the loopholes. In exactly. The so you're like, I'm a Republican. What's up, Carlos Cuvello? You know, like, hey, look I have a company. Carlos Cuvello. It's like, <laughs> can you believe, like, the, like one of the things about private that irks me is like for example, Nestle. Mm. Oh my gosh, I'm water. Nestle. Nestle. Water. I'm just like, you Nestle. water that you pay to buy a water bottle from I think it's Nestle. It's literally from Hialeah. From the plant the treatment plant from Hialeah mm. is selling water that's for the public to Nestle to give to the public. But with money, because you gotta buy it. What with I heard was so that yeah, someone in my in my company did an assessment at one of the properties, a uh, private water company, and that they just have the tap on and they fill their mm-hmm. plastic bottles yeah. with our water so that and work. sell it because everyone is so comfortable with the convenience of oh I can just pick up a, a plastic bottle and go. It's not even comfortable. It's nothing they literally think it's like the water in the in the in the sink is dirty or bad. Well, like literally we have one of the best waters thing. in the in the United in States. The US. Yeah. Well it goes in the same cultural thing that nobody touched on with the uh, driving is that they come from countries where the tap water isn't necessarily that's true. It is or even in this country Oh, yeah. 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 You, you, you go a few hours west or a few hours north and the water is like horrible. So different aquifer. Yeah. Yeah, that's why. That's what I'm saying. I'm you very thankful. I drink my aquifer. Okay. To the when you come to my house, you drink it. Yeah. Yeah. Until, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> until that. Well, that's so, not really investing in the Oh yeah, yeah that's good. That, we, we haven't even touched upon the fact that Miami's going to be underwater eventually. You know, like it's already happening in Miami Beach. That's where they built all those uh, water pumps. That don't work. Crazy. Yeah. <laughs> it's just it's not enough. Like yeah, that's just, not the only thing they're Coconut, Coconut Grove. Whenever there's there's a light rain, it always floods. Mm-hmm. You know, and when there's a what light rain? A light rain, it floods because. I'm yeah, well, I mean, it's so because blind. the issue with uh, city planning, like the drain system is incredibly old, needs to be updated, but also it's just uh, the sea level has risen enough that just the, the smallest little little bit of rain is mm-hmm. gonna it's gonna send it flooding, you know, and it's just gonna keep increasing. I know um, my dad has like the same issue in North Miami. Any random day, it'll like it rains and it floods really bad. Like, I know the city of North Miami and probably the city of North Miami Beach. They were like trying to like bring it to the county's attention, but I'm not, not sure. Not they cut that budget. It's not happened. real. <laughs> the the, the Literally, fake that budget, budget that for budget. the for no. the storm drains. Yes, like the Wasti is. Solid waste and storm water. Like literally. Solid waste? I mean, waste. So water. water and sewer department. Yes. Literally, that's what they do. They do all your wastewater and the drainage water. It sounds so, like we need to hold our elected officials. Yeah, whoever that director guy can go screw himself. How are they always cutting our budget? What are they just saying? Like, when they're like, we need a budget, and they get money, and then, like, the next day, we gotta cut the budget. And that was like, like. No, literally, the, the federal, because of how bad our system is in Dade County, 
the federal government stepped in and was like, you guys need to change this. So here is seven billion, like I think $2 billion. The state of Florida also realized that this needs to be done and they gave them another like seven, eight, I can't remember. I'm gonna answer that question. Billion dollars. So the budget data is actually open, like you're able to get that information, but they only release it like as a PDF. So it's like not scannable, like you can't extract it into a spreadsheet or anything where you could actually make it readable data. Yeah. And a lot of times there's like paywalls to get that data, yeah. different websites. So if you go through like a government website, you're going to go to like 19 different links and then it's going to mm -hmm. be like, well, do you have the login for this one? Because that's actually wow. where this PDF lives. Mm -hmm. yeah. So like technically that data is available to the public, but like good luck finding it. Yeah. And supposedly Florida is supposed to be one of the most transparent places to get that information because of the Florida sunshine the laws. Sunshine law. But there are always all these things in the way, these obstacles that uh, these people in power they used to subvert it. Also, who's going to look for it? Like, how, would you have known that there was a budget for to improve your, your you know, your storm drainage system? Like, and that's... I, well, I figured, so this is in my head. Um, where was I? Uh, potholes. Right, mm -hmm. pothole in certain country, in certain country, in certain <laughs> in certain uh, neighborhoods, mm -hmm. there's always a pothole. Mm -hmm. In other neighborhoods, there's a pothole. Next day, there is no pothole because someone mm -hmm. called and fixed it. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Correct. So, like you would think, like let me call someone. Like your dad probably says, I'm gonna fix this uh, drainage system, right? But then the budget slashed. You know, so you're thinking like, okay, I make a request, they're gonna come back mm -hmm. at you. No one's gonna come back at you. You know what I'm saying? Like you're mm -hmm. right, it's out there, but like. Does the regular Miamian or person mm -hmm. resident know that they can obtain that information? No, you know they don't. They don't know. They don't. And, 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 every, and the every, answer is always, it's out there for you. Every five years, every every city and county releases um, a budget of what their money, where the money is going to go for the next five years, what projects are going to be taken, and how much money is allocated for that project. A lot of them are obviously utilities. Utilities are always going to be like the biggest thing you spend money on. Improving roads, improving systems, improving water, improving yeah. roads, adding fast toll lanes. Exactly. Yeah. Oh my god, the That's toll lanes like on the Palmetto Road. Yeah, the express lanes That's on the Palmetto So those That's things exist. Like but most people don't look, you know, don't know about that. So people get no, they don't. So, and then so I'm going to keep bringing in the cultural point. Because I keep finding like, it in everything that we talk yeah. about. And people trying to 52% of our of our county, 52% is foreign born. So we have people coming from different countries with different governments. We cannot expect these people to come and suddenly know how to participate in our democratic system. It, it's us. Like, it is our generation that, like, we were born here. We uh, Even though here they try to facilitate like the political stuff like you know in spanish and in creole which is really cool but at the end of the day i think it really ends up like falling on us and talking to our parents and the older generations and like educating them that's only if they're willing to listen. Yeah, but it but it depends because they. Uh, it depends. I would dare say that it depends because there are a lot of people, doesn't matter ethnicity, why you came here, whatever, that are very proud to be here and participate in our political 
process and they want to know but they don't know like literally you know it and it can go for anything you know what i mean like if you don't know that you have that access if if what you know is that okay november 4th is is important we have to vote for the president all right i'm going to show out to vote for the president cool but okay what about like the midterms what about like our what about our recalls national you know like congress what about our state government because like we you know like we have like our state state representative state like house of state congress people yeah and those and then boiling it down to like our local elections like if you don't know how much of an impact that has on like your daily life you're not going to participate if you know that okay if i vote for this person and this person does not support like toll lanes I'm not gonna vote like I'm not gonna vote for the other guy. I'm gonna vote for the person who's trying to do away with toll toll lanes, and so that's that cultural component. I don't want to blame it all or like put it all on the culture. <laughs> like I don't want to put it all on the cultural, but at the end of the day, it makes like a really, really, really big difference in like how you approach. But but how are we going to do that when everyone is dying to leave Miami? Because they, they mean, can't afford to live here. I think it's like Mildred said. I think it's just a matter of speaking to people around you like, hey, you know, this election's coming up. You know, these are the deadlines. Are you up to date with your stuff? Check in on people around you. At least that's what I do for my family. And, like, the thing is, like, you know what it comes down to? Maslow's hierarchy of needs. What are, what's our primary mm-hmm. needs? Shelter, food, and water. Like, so, okay, hey, housing, that's important. Affordable housing is important. Fighting what? for affordable. Just nitpick here, but was water a separate need in I think that it's, hierarchy? That I think it's together yeah. at the bottom. That was like sustenance and then like. Sustenance includes shelter. water. Yeah. The shelter, true. clothing. Clothing, maybe. Depending. Depending who you talk to, right? Yeah. But like, but like, it's like, you know, when you talk about things like affordable housing and how like crippling it is to be able to afford housing here and about how, how our government is favoring foreign investors and out of towners. Yeah. Yep. Because they have more money. Because they have more money. Because you got... No, no, we're all in our mid to late 20s-ish, right? Yeah. 30s. 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 
Yeah. You know. Right, until the 1980s, every generation used to make more money than the generation beforehand. After the 1980s, that completely reversed. What happened in the 80s? Yeah, drugs. Okay, guys. <laughs> so on average, some factoids, right? On average, it costs eighteen hundred dollars for a one bedroom in Miami Dade. But mind you, the average tends to be a little bit skewed when you're talking about county, county stats because of places like Miami Beach and like Coral Gables and Pinecrest. Twelve hundred. No. One bedroom. Yeah. 15, 15, 14. 14. Yeah. 14. What's the number? Uh, yeah. Here so it's in Kendall, the median. Fourteen hundred. So. Fourteen hundred and one. So here in Kendall, the median price for a single family home is three hundred and ten thousand dollars. Oh my gosh, really? Ooh, wow, that's crazy. My friends, but and from it's not even insane. good homes. Like, so these are old, beat up '70s homes. That yeah. need everything. So what I was what I was reading yeah. is that there's yeah, a very think. very big <laughs> influx into Kendall everywhere. because of affordability <laughs> and location, like relative affordability and location. Yeah. Everybody wants to live in Kendall. It's not <laughs> I'm like, I don't, don't want to live in Kendall. Like, I was so that, that's why everything is moving up north. My, uh, I have a couple friends in, in, uh, in the industry where I'm in, physical therapy. He's like, no, I never opened a clinic here in Miami. They, they open it up <laughs> no, in, never. in Bradenton or in places more in Central Florida where it's more affordable. Yeah. And see a better return on your exactly yeah. investment. Like, uh, it's just Miami is like. Very crowded, very expensive comparatively. It's so, so, it's so depressing. Like, yeah. Check we, it. We have rented for two years, and we went from that apartment there to this. And every time I think about the money that I spent one year of renting, I could have already like had more than enough for like a solid down payment for my first home. Yeah. But I can't because I can't see, and I need a place to live. Yeah. So it's so discouraging that you, the person you're like gonna be like, okay, whatever. I want to Kansas for a year, no. save all my money, and pay like six hundred dollars to rent. Going to Texas. Right? <laughs> going going to Texas. One of my friends came from Atlanta, right? And he was just talking about because he grew up here, but then he's doing very well. His income makes sense. His expenses make sense. So now he's able to save now that he knows how. And therapy obviously helped him. <laughs> uh, yeah, I love how you're like, obviously. But anyway, so now, now he's get, he has to handle his budget. But he said, yeah, you know, I found my mom a spot for 700 I said, excuse me? He said, 700 a month. His mom was renting for 700 a month. I go, We're, like a little like little studio? She said, no, uh, uh, an apartment. I'm like, $700? I've never heard that kind of money. Yeah. You, you get a mailbox here. You know what I mean? <laughs> for 700 no, right, exactly. not with even no with yeah. efficiency with no kitchen, no utilities I, I included. All right, one parking spot, like <laughs> not even maybe. Have it, get a motorcycle. They might tow you. That was seven hundred and sixty-five dollars in Atlanta, in Atlanta, in Atlanta. In Fort Myers, for my two-bedroom, one one and a half bath, 
I was paying eight sixty nine. I hate you so much, right? And I was, and I was close to, but then, but then I was living in Fort Myers with the catch. You know what I mean? I was living in Fort Myers. Okay, guys, I just want to throw some more factoids at you. All right. So expensive, you can't save money. No, you can't. You're stuck in a loop of like never being able to afford it, unless like yeah. my our income like doubles. So then maybe median rent in Brickell for a one bedroom is twenty three hundred. Twenty three hundred. Um, do you guys want for a median one bedroom in Brickell? Twenty three. Twenty three. You're like, <laughs> get out. Um. So. Do you okay? Do you guys want to guess the new record for how much a single family home sold here in Miami? Wait, wait, wait. This year, record high here in February of this year. Oh, I want to say 1.3 million. 780. 2.7. Million? 2.7 million for record record high? For a single family home? Wait, where? I nah, mean, man. So you crazy. got. You guys gotta think higher. Think, 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 think right now. Point four. No. Wow. Wait, okay, wait, 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 okay, all right. I'll give you a description of wait, like single family home or mansion. Single family. That's true, but that's no, well, no, I don't know. It was lit. Okay, I would say no, but it it listed it. It was okay. It was a mansion. It was a mansion. Oh. No, it was listed as a single family home. Okay, fine, 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 fine. Based. Based on location, why why isn't it a single hand? <laughs> between house and mansion, okay. There's big difference between M and H. Um, okay, so Miami Beach. Of course. Okay, Indian Creek Drive. Mansion. You already know mansion. Let's make mansion. What was the record high? Twenty million. Three point two. Four million. Higher, gotta go higher than George. Higher. Fifty million dollars. All right. That is February. This is why I can't. This is why. Um, median prices have risen in Miami for the past seven years, which is like median prices have risen in Miami for the past seven years. Nope. I don't know. Nope. That, that I don't have. They, I was reading the real estate report. I got this information from the real estate you know report, which is very interesting. It was a very interesting like report because it talked about like different areas in Miami, and they basically pulled information from like um, I don't know what you call it, a lot, whatever, of um, real estate agents and professionals from around the county. Like, didn't matter like, you know what it's not area. Like no. I don't think so. Hmm. I'll have to find it. But it was like, yeah. I forgot the name of it, but I'll find it. Send it to you. I'll send it on the group. Okay. Um, also from this report, 83 of respondents said that traffic is a big influence on buying. And I'm like, oh my God. I mean, think about it. If you're in Brooklyn, you live in downtown. That's the best place. You don't have to have a car. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, if I live, yeah, like if you I live. Oh my God. But Brooklyn doesn't have a 
problemless problem. I mean, they, mm-hmm. they do pretty good at clearing it up. They I mean, but downtown. they're, they're yeah. right yeah. over the bridge. <laughs> like, it's like, it's like a quarter mile of a bridge away. Like, I mean, How do they clean it up? What do you mean by clean? Like, they just don't let them, they don't let them stay. Yeah, they say you have to go I don't know about Brickle specifically, but there are laws that make it sort of impossible. To yeah, that's yeah. why they make it illegal to panhandle, like you can't handle, cook on the loiter, sidewalk, loiter, or sleep on the sidewalk. Really? So there's, there's yeah. Lots yeah. that end up going to the downtown over town Miami. Yeah. So these, and then all the benches have this little hand rest yeah. that you can't yeah. lay yeah. on. Right there, I'm not gonna lie. Fucking airports, too. Fuck them. Yeah, what? I had to stay overnight in New Jersey airport. And I <laughs> you had to. We had Thanks. to. <laughs> I was going to adventure. But there was nowhere to lay down except the fucking floor. We, sl- we slept I'm so- on I'm three countered. bar stools. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you remember correctly. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> Wait, you I had three bar stools. How many bar stools did you have? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're much Four? taller. Just gotta space it out differently. Interesting. So yeah. Also, yeah, airlines squeezes in this and like uh starting. Well that's a whole different Well that's a different issue. I mean it's just everywhere. Downtown is the only area with resources for homeless people though. That's why there are a lot of people downtown. There's Mm -hmm. there's Jackson right there. Mm -hmm. Camilla's house. house. Miami Rescue Mission. Yeah. All of the organizations are in downtown. They're right there. So the they village. Have to stand on those areas. They do. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's the. Uh, Which it would make sense because, like, if you're trying to get around. For sex offenders. There's yeah. what? What? The bridge that the sex offenders live under. The well, isn't that the Causeway one? They no. stay there. Oh, is that? What okay. bridge is that? I haven't seen them, but I don't mind. Which particular? Because <laughs> I don't know. I've, been a, I've seen a lot of under bridges with a lot of homeless people. So I'm like, which particular bridge? Yeah, yeah. Like it was, a, it was a huge thing. What's like, that? Three. three. <laughs> <laughs> Send me the coordinates. Like. Yeah. yeah, where um, basically, you know, if you're a sex offender, you you can't live anywhere near a, a school. Right. Um, and that location. Um, under the bridge is basically where they could live. Is there houses there? Like, no. Which bridge? It's like yeah, it's like a little community. Which bridge? Uh, it's in downtown. I forget what the name of it was. Um, I don't think it was the Causeway one, though. It was, uh, is it the one that, like, if you're coming from I-95 and you make, like, you turn off bridge. to go towards US-1? Is it that bridge? It's, it's the Julia Tuttle oh, Causeway. Oh, it is the Causeway. So it is the Causeway. Yeah. Okay. So it's, it's the Julia Tuttle Google? Causeway Sex Offender <laughs> Sex Offender Sex Bridge, Miami. Get out yeah. of here. <laughs> so by the way, Julia Tuttle is like the woman who founded Miami, right? Yeah, that's right. she's like a black woman. Black? No. Isn't she, was, she black? No. Julia white. Tuttle? She was white. That would no. be interesting. Isn't there a black woman that founded like a city in Miami? Please. No. Please let me know. Julia Tuttle was white, but Miami's the only, one of oh, the only right. cities founded by a woman in the U.S. Yeah, she did. She did everything she had to do. And of course, to naturally, all the sex Bridget. offenders would just live under her under her bridge. Oh, wow. <laughs> uh, but, but but that that for me is like typical Miami, where they have this problem. You know, people that are sex offenders. What is it? 
Stick them under the bridge. <laughs> Just sweep it under the rug. The proverbial rug. You know, they have to be tracked, right? So, like, they your home record. So, when you look it up, they're not always, like... I'm like, there's no way that they're far away enough from the schools. Because sometimes, like, whenever I move to a new place, I look. Mm. And there's always two that pop up mm. in the area. And I'm like... No, is that... And the thing is, like, you can become a sex offender if you're if you're caught peeing outdoors. Yeah. You know, like, if, like if you're peeing in a bush. Oh, well, that would yeah. describe what they did. Yeah. Most exactly. of them did horrible things. You can become a sex offender. Public uh, Because you're exposing yourself in yeah. public. I mean, you know, makes sense. Yeah. In a way. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't think they or should for, be For example, you have a... There uh, should be a distinction. Yeah. There should be a distinction. Yeah. Or, well, or when you're when you're marked as one and you you look up the record, they tell you what they were charged for. So well, I mean, yeah, because it's public. Well, but like, if it's it's yeah. but there's not, is it a flasher? Is it someone who just yeah? Peed or like statutory rape? That could be like a couple of years ago, a guy was 19 who had a girlfriend that was 16, and they met in high school. Mm-hmm. You know. So, uh, yeah, there was one. Yeah, I read an article about Isn't that. They were like married. They got married, right? Yeah, they were together, the but Asia, forever yeah, they had to deal with the fact that he was labeled one because they wouldn't remove it, even though they were a couple and they stayed married and would be married for 20 years, but he's still a sex offender wow. because she was 16. Mm-hmm. But I thought 16 was the age of consent. Right, like no, I don't think to like twenty. I don't think it was like a thing. different at the time. Oh, I mean, yeah, yeah. Just didn't like it, grandfather. Yeah, oh, maybe they they added the Ju- the Romeo Juliet laws pretty recently. Was it like four or five years ago? Side note, really random. So one time I was watching the Transformers movie, the one with Mark Wahlberg, mm-hmm. and there's like I don't know if you guys have seen it. It's really weird. But so his daughter in the movie, I don't know how old she's supposed to be, but she's dating like a, a guy like in his early 20s. Mm-hmm. And it's like, he was so creepy about it. He's like, well, under the Romeo and Juliet law, like pulls out a paper and gives it to Mark Wahlberg. And he's like, and I'm like, Michael Bay, this is a movie? Like you wrote this? Sorry. Well, you I just it. need to. Well, <laughs> so, well, so I need to know. <laughs> I haven't made that mistake again. <laughs> Well, supposedly, uh, what was the the girl in the first Transformers movie, Megan uh, Fox? Megan Fox. Really? She Appar- was there? Yeah. Apparently, uh, first she, two or three. Apparently, Michael Bay had her wash his car while he was watching. He's such no, a like creepo. Like, wasn't the scene? No, the scene is where she like opens the hood of the car and knows how to work. Uh, no, but like, 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 no, like, hey, like, first like, of all, like, maybe she knows how to work the car. <laughs> While he watched, so the dude, How the dude's a super creepy. At the time, I think she was a weird team, but still, man. No, 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 but yeah, it's like, still super no, creepy. it's creepy either it's still, way. It's just yeah. is it that next level? But you know, he, ah, he, he, she's one of the extras. You're like, what? 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 James Cameron, how could you? in the club scene. I don't know why I know that, but that's mm-hmm. the thing. Yeah. And she was like, yeah, you know, like, they were trying to make me be careful about looking like I'm drinking alcohol because I was underage. I'm like, that's crazy. That's nuts. So, that's, that's Hollywood. Yeah. That's Hollywood. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's Miami. That is Miami. Well, that's Russians, a- right? <laughs> You're just like, what are we going to do with them? No, I mean, it's a real problem. Well, yeah, like, but... Russians. 
people Mafia. getting sold as sex slaves in Miami. The human yeah. trafficking. Yeah. It's, it's not. I heard about that. Yeah. 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 Remember that? Like they closed there's, that there's a, mansion because all the people that worked there were actual sex trafficking. <gasps> That's why they closed mansion. Yes. Like I, I it was a ring of these wow. women who worked there were all sex trafficked. I, I had no idea. Like they, they just made it. Uh, like that was years ago. It was a big recently, thing. Recently, yeah. not for we every medical club, professional, yeah. you need to have a course where you can that. identify someone as a uh, potential sex trafficking victim. Is a course? Yeah, you need, and you need to take that to be recertified every every year. So it's a new thing, actually. Uh, I'm glad they they have it. For which profession? Any basically any medical profession. That's good. I mean, like, if there's anybody. I feel that could uh, be on the front lines of that medical professionals, like especially, like I know, like when I was working, like for DOH, like you know, they back in that time, right? They tried to train us mm-hmm. on identifying like sex trafficking because of the fact that we were dealing with people who were getting like STDs and HIV, and so we dealt with like a lot of sex workers. So yeah Miami is a hotbed for like human trafficking like both sex and labor trafficking because of our access to uh transportation and what's something that you guys like about Miami yeah man we've been poop pooping I got a lot more to say I've got more (laughs) (laughs) I like the food Yo, me too. I'm to like, I want Indian right there. I want to try Cuban right there. I feel like being experimental, trying like all. You want everything. Asian fusion? Access Throw to rock, different cultures sounds like what you're saying. Not cultures, food. Well, that's true. I don't particularly. My friend was from Orlando and she's, she's Cuban. So she lived in Hialeah like her entire life. And then her sisters, whatever they also. Now her pa- family moves over there and the only person that's here is her husband's dad. Which comes down. But she said a oh, Cuban, wow. a Cuban, um, a regular Cuban like cuisine or meal, you can get a breakfast here with uh, tostada, eggs, uh, whatever, uh, café con leche for like what? Four ninety nine, like yeah. super affordable, yeah. right? She says over there, they're paying like fifteen, thirty, oh, forty dollars for vaca frita. No, Let me tell you how in Portland, Oregon, we went to a Cuban restaurant. Biggest mistake. Yes. <laughs> they had a thing called soup, soup, uh, black, bean black bean soup. soup. I was like, was okay, I do. It was black beans. Yeah. <laughs> I paid six dollars. Oh my because god! Because I thought it was a soup. That's ninety nine cents. What? Yep. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a little sign. Well, you know. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> How much did we pay for it? It's just Is your floor no tilted? <laughs> Is the floor tilted? How much was it? It was $10 for Bastille. No. $10. I'm offended. And there were some of the worst croquetas I've ever had. They were. Not surprising. So offended. $10. The most of the, oh yeah, and the plantains were like $7. Don't get me started, I love those donuts, bro. Yeah, but I mean, at least I was able to eat at more than two restaurants. That's just go to Sergio's. Yeah, that's the thing. When when you're so used to, like, Cuban food in particular, uh, maybe it's just I'm so used to eating it because of my family background. I've had Cuban food in other places. It's never good. 
Never ever Outside of your house. Outside of my house. It's yeah. true. So I feel not, like we're all Cuban by infusion. Yeah, it's just like, and the people I love that, food. and it could be just because it's, it's for a different palate, you mm-hmm. know? It's for, because Cuban food has some, some different flavors that a typical, like, American audience will not really enjoy, you well, know? Like, the it's pork. The, like the, the pork. The pork, yeah, yeah. But, but, but things like, you know, ropa vieja or the like, with the sauce. Those some those have flavors that yeah, that Mojo. the American audience doesn't really like. I love them. So whenever I've had it, it's been incredibly bland. I was just thinking like incredibly who doesn't like it? Like Cuban food's not that yeah. spice tastic, but it's true. It's just been bland. It's been bland. But you're saying like American, like somebody from Minnesota, Mid America. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but for Nebraska. them, anything's Nebraska. Because like even uh, other cultures have way spicier food. Yeah. And like, and bring up you brought up when you brought it's up not Portland. At all. That's no, that's why it's seasoned. It's seasoned. It's seasoned, it's seasoned yeah, properly. Yeah. That's what you're telling me. Yeah. yeah. Seasoned yeah. properly. Yeah. I think. I'll have. I mean. No, 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 go, go. No, 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 because I was going to change the subject. Change? Oh, okay. Uh, (laughs) Go ahead, go ahead. I can actually say something nice about Miami. Go, please share. The diverse wildlife that we have, and I think it's rather unappreciated. Yeah. We have bald eagles here. Get out of here! I've never seen them with my own eyes. Where? I've never seen them. In the freaking Everglades. They oh, I got to go to the Everglades. Yeah. Oh my God, I got to go to the Everglades. And the Everglades is a huge yeah, natural resource. You know? Yeah, that's Everglades. I can't believe it. One of the things Miami is right is Everglades resources. You're actually right. Yeah, you know, year, year over year. No. At least, said, at, at least when I was working yeah, in the Everglades yeah. Research yeah. Lab, every year they had multiple yeah, well-funded projects Are you a national for analyzing the Everglades, and it was always well done. Yeah. Not what I want to do with my life, but honestly, very, very uh, useful. Uh, you're right there. Oh, yeah, they do have yeah. research. Um, sometimes it's biased research, or well. the, the funding is not what it needs to be. There, you know, there's politics in the Everglades itself. Yeah. But it's good that they at least have the research. I agree with you. Yeah. A hundred percent. And before they built the turnpike in the Everglades. Before that, and even when we we first inhabited Miami, they built canals all through it, and they messed up the natural water flow, which killed everything. I, I used heard to, about I was reading story. a book that there was birds. So many birds in the Everglades that when you looked up, you couldn't see the sky. Oh, wow. That's insane. That's yeah. so sad. So, it blew my mind. as far as I know, and I cannot give you, I cannot elaborate more details than what I'm about to say because I don't remember off the top of my head, but I'll get back to you on it if you want more information. Nixon was crucial, a crucial, crucial part of preserving the Everglades. Really? Because he created the, the EPA? Not particularly, place. but that too. But there were like there was yeah. some type of he pipeline that they were. They were thing that he did messed up. There was something that they wanted to build like across the state. Except he didn't want to. Yeah. Like there and was something that they wanted to do. Oh, 
that like they wanted to build i don't know if it was a pipeline there was something that they were trying to do in like the 60s 70s that they were trying like congress was trying to get like approval for and he kept blocking it and it was gonna like run right through the everglades so i think it was a train wow because if you're talking about the train they wanted the train from the keys and then you can still see the tracks in the seven miles no but i think this was a different train i think this was like an east-west train yeah, maybe. maybe. Uh, but I know the train was blocked by a lot of people too because it was destroyed. You know what's interesting? A coworker of mine today was telling me that he's been reading a lot about how the um, car industry had a lot of influence on our development. Well, yeah. How they were like lobbying, you know, for the. And to this day. So when I so when <laughs> I was just like. Transportation has always like been what this country has like built itself around. Even when it was the railroads, and then after railroads came cars, road development. But the thing is, interesting. Most cities, that way. most cities huh. got smart when they started seeing their population grow. They started realizing that their their transport public transportation needs to improve. So that's why. Uh, New York and Atlanta. Atlanta actually has an amazing train system because they were smart and they saw the growth coming and they planned for it and budgeted to it. Mm-hmm. While Miami was just stuck in cars for some reason, they just refused to accept that. Yeah. And now here we are. Yeah. But well, there were they places... didn't refuse. They they were paid off. Yeah. Well, yeah. A, lot, a lot of places, the car industry, they. <laughs> <sell>. All right. <laughs> yeah. They but even Yes. You, but even then, how many people will use public transportation? Like, most people have this stigma but that public transportation because, is no, dirty. No, it is, that, though. It, it, is, it, it is, though. It's, it's like, not a stigma. It's a reality, like bro. Exactly. So, even if you do. No, but no. No, you know why? And it's like yeah, you give them well, the access well, to better better resources, right now, better. And areas before, that you can actually do. I'm the hardest thing to add to a society, like a new city, is change. Any type of change. Even with recycling, is a problem. Like just to people get separate. Don't put garbage back. But it's education. It's like, the, it's the, the, the it it's like thing the It's like the thing It's like the thing It's the thing It's like the thing It's like the thing It's like the thing It's the the thing about public transportation It's like the thing It's the thing It's like 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 the if the met the like the metro, I think the metro works really well if I you live no n- anywhere near it so and you work so anywhere near it. Only US one, and that one random part of Hialeah, like by the train. But it should be more intricate. So it should, and that's the thing. Originally, when the train station was made, it wasn't supposed to end in Dayland South. It was supposed to go all the way to Homestead. That's why they created that track next to US 1, where the buses go. They, that was a way of them securing that location for the train tracks to continue. Mm-hmm. But instead, because they, it's going to cost, every mile is going to cost millions of dollars, 
no mayor is going to put their name on it because they're going to get fired the next day. Why? Because people are not going to agree because but, taxes are going to have to be raised. But want to know something? And the, this guy Jimenez was trying to cut what he public transportation he funding and he was citing Uber as a reason. And I was like, F you, Jimenez. Really? The people, the that, reason why people supplement with garbage. Uber is because Actually, public transportation Uber, is so bad. Uber makes traffic worse. Yeah. It's, there's more cars on the road. Exactly. There's more oh cars on the road. People that would use Uber, they, uh, they don't have access to a car. They would use public transportation instead. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, Unless you want to talk about Uber Pool. What? So people that order Uber for a long time was like, like against Uber, Uber Lyft drivers and we're trying to drive instead. everybody to yeah. taxis. You know, so that's about even more So like that's stupid. Which is which is, which is, which is yeah. you know, I mean the yeah, airport was very resistant so about it, it, doesn't, it doesn't really help about Uber driver was like you can only like leave the airport in an Uber but you can arrive or something like that. Yeah, like they like if they would see you stop and it looked like you like where you could get a ticket. It's they still had to go a thing, outside Yeah, like they couldn't, like they the couldn't be in the airport. Were you from the airport? Yeah. What? I thought that was still a thing. No, no. I, as far as I know, they stopped that. For where? I Uber everywhere. Stop what? You the, <laughs> You're just like, you got But I have to be outside the airport. Well, I mean. I think it's the Fort Lauderdale airport, an area specifically for Uber and like share one yes. yeah yeah so that's that's good to, to me because like when I, we, we were living in Dania for a lot of it was um, extra blocking Uber you as one would just have a line of cars waiting mm-hmm. when there were Uber drivers waiting to get called to the airport but it couldn't be in the airport mm-hmm. I think but so there. something I wanted to bring up that Letitia interjected earlier was is it okay to park I thought that was an interesting point that you brought up. Because <laughs> park where? You mentioned it earlier. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. You wrote that down? <laughs> You're like, it's oh. documented. No, because everything we do, it's about, okay, Yo. So where am I going to park? I just said yes. that. I tell her. How Maggie, did there. you hear that? <laughs> I don't want to go to Winwood because I'm paying $3 for an hour for parking. I don't want to go to Cora Gable somewhere because I'm paying $3 for an hour. Maggie, did you hear about what happened to No, that's not what it says. It's resident of City of Miami, which is downtown Winwood. So then that's enough. I mean, if I get a discount there, no, no, you're not a resident of City of Miami. You're not like we're unincorporated Miami Dade. Damn, we fall through the cracks. That's why we get the the brown uniforms. (laughs) (laughs) The the cops in the brown uniforms. That's Miami Dade. Mildred, what? Share your parking story. For those of you guys listening to this, if you're still listening, oh, um, 
Y'all can that. check out my last episode. That's where I rant about Miami Parking Authority. We went to Winwood. I got towed. You got towed. Like, and like Christina was trying to be so positive. Christina was like, maybe it's over there. I'm like, no, man. I got towed. <laughs> and I was so upset because like I was like so cautious about where did you where. Park? So supposedly, I'm planning on fighting the ticket. But supposedly, I parked in like a zone where there's no parking. Here's the trick, right? We see a parking meter person. Hey, guy, how can I find out where my car is? Because IDK. He's like, oh, yeah, I did see your car. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, man, yeah, I felt so bad because they just towed Who it. Who are you talking to? The parking meter person. <laughs> you already know. Yeah, you knew that they told him. What are you talking about? They just told like, him. He was like, oh, man. Like, he was really playing. Like, he felt bad. I'm not yes. going to say his name on this podcast, but I remember. Uh, I will not forget. Name and shit. Name and shit. <laughs> and so, I, I will only say he was a, a male, a young male that was working in Winwood on whatever day that was. And so, he's like, oh, man, yeah, I felt so bad, blah, 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 blah. And so I'm like, but why would I have gotten told? And I was like, because I parked either here in this space and we walked over to the space. He was like, well, if you parked here or here, they have no reason to have told you. That's what he said, right? Yeah. So I was like, oh my God, this is like where I parked, whatever. So we, we hunt down the, the car. Thankfully, Christina's car was still parked, you know, down there where we were by the skate this, this was that day? Yes. This was that day, Oh, girl. my God. Yes, girl. It was, it was crazy. It was, a, it was a crazy day. So, wow. we walked over to Christina's car. We had a nice, like, long chat. <laughs> and we go to pick up the car. So, when we go to... There was more stuff in between that, but irrelevant. When I go get the car... They give me the receipt for like the towing, mm-hmm. and I saw I have a ticket too. So I was like, Gelino, I have a ticket as well for $46, by the way. So those new fines that they've been talking about, they're in effect. What's the new fine? What do you mean? They doubled, they like doubled, or actually more than doubled, because it used to be $18 for like a parking ticket, yeah. now 26 yeah. Wow. Wow. For a parking ticket. That. Wow, sometimes I was like, I'll pay the fine. Like, parking costs more than $18. No, not anymore. <laughs> they, they caught on to that. They caught on to that. Now, they're not playing games with you yeah, no more. So, so San on. San Francisco. Parking. You can't even walk there. $65. Wait, what do you mean? Overnight parking? No, we paid Overnight. 35. No. Yeah. We paid 35, but we paid 35. Yeah. You're like, 35 was too park. much. So basically, I so I, I look at the receipt Go to break. that has like the information for the towing. Overnight? And I look at the ticket. No, even Brinkle no. has like time limits. The garage is like, you can park there overnight. It's just going to cost you like $45. Yeah. Oh it's going to cost, you're going to pay. I just see that's why you don't go to Brooklyn. So basically, <laughs> yeah. my payback, because I had paid by phone. So my notification was that my parking was expiring at 6.44. We got there like at 7 or something. Mm-hmm. Like barely 15 minutes, right? So 6.44, my parking was expiring. They called the tow truck at 6.26 because it has all the information there. They called the tow truck on, at 6.26. They towed my car at like 6.37. Supposedly the comment the comment on my ticket is failure to pay by phone. So that's why I said I'm not gonna pay. Oh, I will waste my time going downtown 
to not pay to fight this ticket because it's like so what is it is it so that they, i paid is it that i parked in a no parking zone or that i pay i failed to pay my phone if I had money, if I had more time, I would fight to get my MPA administration fee, which was $30, back from these people because they did that to me, man. $150. MPA, I'm coming for you. So, so I have to get a, a copy of, because supposedly they took a picture of where my car was parked, so I'm like, I have to contact. I've never heard of anybody getting towed in Wynwood. Like the parking ticket? Well, yeah. and yeah, I've never seen anybody getting towed in Wynwood either. I've seen. Thank you guys for joining me and listening to part two of the Miami story. Tune in next week for the last part, part three of the Miami story series brought to you by Sugar Bee Podcast Miami. Thank you guys. See you next week.